Wendy Sparks. Today, my guest is Lenita Baisley, mother of Darius Baisley of the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have so much to talk about, so sit back and relax, and let's get Lenita on the show. Lenita, I want to welcome you to Courtside Moms. Thank you so much for coming on the show and wanting to share your and your son's story with us today. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So let's go back in time. What is your first childhood memory of Darius picking up a basketball? Oh my gosh. Literally, I don't remember the first actual basketball, but any, anything that was round was a ball for him. You know, normal, normal kids. And I tell them all the time, you're not normal <laughs> because <laughs> normal kids, you know, their first word is like mama or dada or baba. His was ball. Wow. Literally was ball. And I remember um, him going into my mother's kitchen in the refrigerator, opening the door and there were, you know how you have the eggs on the door and the little yep. egg shell. Yeah. He would go in there and grab the eggs and go ball and drop it, <laughs> thinking that it would bounce back, but they were just broken eggs That's, on the floor wow. and he wouldn't even bother to, of course he's a baby so he would never bother to clean it up and you wouldn't know until you go over the refrigerator you're like oh my gosh all these eggs <laughs> my mother was so mad but <laughs> that would be his thing like everything that he thought was round was a ball everything. oh my gosh that's so funny Darius is probably saying these balls suck they don't <laughs> bounce <laughs> no I, it was just so crazy I'm just like this kid like everything was a ball and you know how you take, you know, like pictures of your baby. Back in the day, we used to go to Sears and yep. you get the, the family uh, photo packages and stuff. And every photo that we have of him from a baby on up, he had a ball, soccer ball, basketball, baseball, football. Everything was a ball. We couldn't get him to sit still if he didn't have a ball. So he had to have a ball in order for him to sit still. It was <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so well. Weird. We see out of all the balls that he used to play with as a child, he obviously fell in love with basketball. So yes. with that said, how was he introduced to playing basketball and where did he play? So we are originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Well, right. in Brockton. He was born in Brockton. I'm, right. I'm Boston. He's Brockton. So um, he wanted, Mom, I want to play sports. Okay, what do you want to play? I don't know. I just want to play sports. Okay, great. So I found a um, a basketball foundations like program, and to be honest with you, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. He was like, "Mom, I, this is boring. I want to play games. All we do is drill. This is boring." He was probably like seven or eight at the time, maybe six, six or seven. He was yeah. like, "I don't. I want to play a game. This is boring." And they were just teaching foundations. It was like six weeks of nothing but foundations. And he, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to play a game. And I was like, look, I paid, you play. Yeah, so you're going to love it. You're going to love quitting. it. We're not quitting. Anything <laughs> I put my money up for, you're doing it to the end. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so he did it. And he 
obviously it paid off for him in the, in the long run, but he, sure. he didn't like it. He didn't want to, he didn't want to do it at all. He did not want to do it. He was not happy with basketball. <laughs> you know what? My son neither. And he was the same age. He was not impressed whatsoever. No. No. Yeah. He was like, you know, we were, and it was because the coaches kept saying he's so tall, pass the ball to Cam, and that's the only play. Mm -hmm. And he kept saying, no, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. So deuces, and we were out the gym, and it ended there until six years later. So I feel you. You know oh, what I mean? God. I completely yeah. feel you. But at some point, obviously, Darius fell in love with it, and he started playing competitively. He so did. talk about his, like, when did that mindset come? And he says, you know what? I'm going to go back to playing basketball, and I want to. I want to be competitive as, as I'm doing it. Well, you know, when he was young, every sport that he played, he was really, really good at it. And we moved to Ohio when he was going into the fourth grade, the okay. fourth or the fifth grade. I think it was the fourth grade. Yeah. And um, he, he wanted to play football so bad. And so I let him play football and he did good, but then he hurt himself and he didn't like that. He was like, oh, no, we're not. I'm not doing that. I'm, he's never okay with hurting himself. He's like, nope, I'm not doing that one. And I was like, yes, I did not want to play yeah. football. So I was like, he doesn't want to play. Yes. So, <laughs> so every time one season would end, he wanted to jump right into something. And yeah. I'm like, you're not my only kid. I can't <laughs> afford this yeah. back to back to back to back. You know, so... I told him, you know what, I, I'm, I'm glad that you want to do something and I'm all for it, but you're going to have to pick pick one sport and we're going to have to stick with it. That was when he was going into the sixth grade, I want to say. Okay. And he ended up playing for um, a basketball team. I, I want to say it was like the Coda Lakers or something, but okay. I'm not 100% sure. But he was playing with it and I said, okay. This is what this is it. We're not going back to football. We're not gonna do soccer. Yeah. This is it. And he was like, "Yeah, I want to stick with basketball." I said, "Okay, basketball it is." And that's just what it's been ever since then. Wow. So, so he played yeah. that until um, he went to high school, obviously. So I know yes. he went both to is it Finneytown yes. and Princeton High Schools mm -hmm. in Ohio. So talk to us about his time with both programs. To later, to him later becoming a five-star recruit. Oh my! Ooh, so it's so funny because, because I played basketball when I was in high school, but it was like eh, something to do. You play basketball, and then I was a fan. I was a huge basketball fan when I was a teenager, and then it was like eh, I'm over it. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, I'm over it. Move on. So now here comes Darius, and you know he's playing and he's playing and. I had coaches coming to me like, oh, your son is really good. He's really good. And in my mind, I'm going, I don't really care about all that. He didn't take the trash out this morning. I'm going to go up his behind when he gets in the That's door. That's it. You know I mean? That's it. So, yes. so that was my thing. Like, I told him to do this, and he didn't do it before he left. Like, so now I'm mad. Like, I didn't care about all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And every, every year, it would be like a new set of coaches approaching me about how good he was. But, and I would go to the game. And I'm always my kids' number one fan in whatever they do. I'm very, very supportive. But I didn't see what they saw. Yeah. I just saw my son playing basketball. Like, whoop-de-doo. I see this all the time. You know yeah. I mean? Like, that's, that's not a big thing to me. Like, okay, he's playing basketball. That's great. Wonderful. 
but it was just as it grew as as more attention he started to get i because i was the mom it's my job and that's how we approached a lot of things in life it's like you know what i'm the mom i'm the adult so it's my job to make sure that i'm doing the adult thing that's right because all he's thinking about is oh mom this is a good thing i want to do this i want to play i want to play and i'm like that's great that you want to play but who are these people yeah like you know who are they where do they come from? What do they stand for? You know, how, because I'm, I mean, I am, I've seen a lot and I've heard a lot in, you know, the world of basketball, especially for high school students is crazy, you know, yeah. and um, there's a lot of, uh, this just so, I thought the women were bad, but it's really the men. I'm sorry, guys, but <laughs> it's, it's the truth. I thought women were bad, but you guys got us beat. So, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I just, I didn't know I had to deal with this from grown adults, you know what I mean? And just the, how conniving and deceitful people can be all for a basketball player. It just made me say, oh wow, now I got to protect my child. So I felt like, and I say this all the time, I felt like we were playing ping pong and I was right. guarding him from all the balls being dodged yeah. at him because all he wanted to do was play basketball. That's it. He didn't care about none of the other stuff. Like, it was, hey, so-and-so wants to talk to you. Or, hey, so-and-so says this. Mom, and, and, the, and the deal was, you direct the adults to me. I will handle yeah. the adults. All you do is play ball and, play. Get, and, and work on your school, and that's it. I need yeah. your grades to be right. I need your room to be clean. I need you to take the trash out when I ask you to. And then you can play ball all day long. I don't, it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? But when it comes to the adults, they have to come through me. So Absolutely. that was, that was, it was, whew, it was a lot. <laughs> you know, and I'm listening to you and I'm like, yeah, it was the same thing with me because as moms, you know what I mean? You are recognizing now people's agendas yeah. and you're seeing it's not the same. My son just wants to play, but they're seeing what you aren't seeing and they're seeing what Darius isn't seeing. He just wants to play. He just wants to go on the right. court and that's it. He's right. every kid's dream is to be in the NBA, right? Yeah. This so it's really nothing. You know what I mean? But then here you have these people that are telling you, Lenita, your son is fantastic and he's gonna make it to the NBA and I can help him get to there. Get him there. You know what I mean? And you're like, well how can you help? And all of a sudden they have all these these certificates and degrees and everything and they have and truly they have nothing. And right. And they can foresee your son's future for what they say, but that's not true. They can foresee their own future. Their own, yes. That's right. So for as a mom, you know what I mean, or a parent, we got to sit there and say, hold on. We got to start filtering out these right. people. So how did you manage? Because here now you're a mother of five kids. Mm -hmm. um, how did you manage to filter out the good and the bad? Um, for Darius, and also to make sure that he remains successful at whatever he does in the, in, in the process. So a lot of it is prayer. Um, yes. I, I had to pray over everything, even the things I didn't know, because the facts here means he was a teenage boy at that. They don't give details about anything. You know what I mean? So just the fact that he was a teenager and then yeah. he was a male who doesn't talk much. It was like, how's your day? Fine. Ain't anything new? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to like pull everything out of him at this age. So, yep. so um, 
just that alone and I would always and I I because he is my second oldest child so right. um all of them collectively I always would tell them and even the younger ones I tell them all the time you know what I am as your mom I'm here to guide you right. I don't want to live your life for you right um so at a certain age obviously I can't do it too so much with the younger ones because they're still young but mm-hmm. when they become teenagers and stuff, I wanted them to make their own decisions for their own lives. But yeah. we would sit down and Darius would say, hey, mom, um, I want to play for this team or I want to go here or do this yeah. or do that. And I would say, OK, let's sit down, let's talk about it. Why do you, why do you want to do this? I would ask yes. him, why do you want to do this? And it would be a simple answer because it's going to be fun. All my boys are going there for me to go. I want to go too. It was something so simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, that's cool, but you're in a different bracket from your yes. other friends now. You yes. know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, yeah, you can do it, but who's paying for it? How are you getting there? Because now we have the NCAA looking at you as a teenager going, oh, no, he accepted something from a coach. Oh, no, he accepted something that's from right. a coach. And then mm-hmm. now we're in a hot seat that we didn't know that we could, that, that there was yeah. even a hot No one explained that to us. No one sat us down and said, hey, yeah. you know, this could happen if you do this, or this could happen if you do that. It was like you would hear little things, but mm-hmm. you didn't have the details of it. So I would say, okay, here are your reasonings. Let's come back. Give me a chance to think about it, pray about it, do my research on it, and let's bring it back. We would bring it back and... I would say, okay, what's the, we would go over pros and cons. If you yeah. can live with both the pros and the cons, because we don't know what the outcome is going to be. If you can live with, for the, with, um, with whatever happens, the good or the bad, then go ahead and do it. Yeah. And so that's how we did a lot of the decision-making. <laughs> but that's good because it's teaching him also to have a healthy balance, right? And to right. learn because not everything is just so, just so cut and dry. There's right. so much behind the scenes that these our, our kids don't know and when you're just talking about the ncaa rules especially you know what i mean ncaa where they yeah. say well hold on a second you know what i mean you're not allowed to accept anything and which is fine that's true and they shouldn't however you have these 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 boys who are being offered things hey come play for my team i'll give you these nice jordans hey come play for my team yeah. and i'll give you all these things and they're kids yeah. who says no to a free cell phone who says exactly. no to a free pair of shoes right you know what i mean and sometimes it's don't tell your mom yeah you know, it's like, what do you mean? Don't tell mommy. Yeah, yeah, don't tell her. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. boys or they're kids. What are they going to say? You know what right. I mean? Sometimes it's a, yeah, okay, I'll take it. And then they're in this hot seat that you have no idea what the repercussions are. So it's always good to make sure that our kids are taught from the onset what yeah. this is about. And especially when now you realize like, hold on a second, like maybe my kid does have talent. Cause like you're saying you as, you know what I mean? You're just a working mom. You're going about your business every single day. And people are saying, Darius is fabulous. You know, he's a great basketball player in your brain. How do you know he's fabulous? He's my kid. That's right. fine. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I know. But, like, oh, well, that's it. You're like, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean? But at what point did you start to realize like, hold on a second, this wasn't, just your son playing basketball, but that it could lead Darius to amazing possibilities. You know, um, it kind of hit me a little bit when um, he was playing at McDonald's All-American. Hmm. 
when I see him on the court and I'm looking at all the people in the, in the arena and I'm going, wow, I think, I think he's really good at this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. But it didn't really like fully set in for me until yeah. his very first NBA game. Yeah. And when I seen him, I was there at the game, but when I actually, you know, watching him come in, I was like, eh, normal stuff. When he actually got in the game, yeah. I said, oh my gosh, it's just so weird. Yeah. It was just like, he did it. Like he always said, you know, mom, I want to be in the NBA. Mom, like you said, every kid says that, right? Mom, I want to yeah. be in the NBA. But he used to want to be a police officer too. Like, woohoo. You're like, yeah. all kids do that. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, okay, like, you know, that's what you want to do. Great. Let's, Absolutely. let's, you know, just keep going. But when you see that your child reached his goal and beyond, yes, it's just like, wow. Like, it made me feel so proud of him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so, sure. so happy that. Because it's not, not everybody gets to live their dream. You know, you just, you just get to live and just find happiness in your life. But when you, when you set a goal at such a young age and you actually reach the goal, it's just like, wow, it's just amazing. Absolutely. And where do you go from there? But right. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Um, So in 2018, like we're saying, he received the invite to play the McDonald's All-American mm-hmm. and he played Jordan Bryant Classic and the Nike yeah. Summit. So at this point, he was starting to get attention from colleges. Right. So tell us about his recruitment process, his commitments, and then his <laughs> decommitments <laughs> from Ohio State and then Syracuse. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Okay, so Ohio State was first. And... um I didn't go with him his first visit. So he went twice. So I didn't go his first visit. My mother went with him. Right. And um, I, I had to work. So my mom took him. And he knew we're just looking. And we're just going to look. And you can ask your questions. And my mother's wonderful at asking 50 million questions. So I was <laughs> like, I'll send you with grandma. You'll be fine, you know? So he goes and they ask questions. He comes home. He's like, mom. It's so big. And it's like, they have this and they have that and they have this and the pizza shop is down the street. And I'm like, oh gosh, right? So I'm like, he's like, I think I want to go there. And I'm like, but why? He was like, I don't know. It's just something inside me that I just want to go there. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's just really, really happy. Like he's excited. This is the first time he's been on the college yeah. campus, right? A yeah. uh, university campus, I should say. So I'm like, well, he's just really, really excited. So I was like, let's, Let's think about it some more. And he just kept harassing me and hounding me, harassing me and hounding me. And I said, okay, <laughs> are you sure you're going to want to do this? And we talked about it. And he was like, yeah, I want I said, but you're so young. Like, what if you change your mind later on? Because things mm-hmm. can change. You, you never Absolutely. know, right? So that's, mm-hmm. he was like, no, it's not going to change. I'm just going to want I said, okay, okay. All right. I'm going to step out and let you lead your way to your future. Let's go ahead and go ahead and let's just commit. Right. And then he did. And then he says, mom, I don't want to play at um, Ohio State anymore. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> like, I don't want to go through this, right? 
right? So what happened that made him decide to change his mind? You know, I this one I truly don't remember what mm-hmm. his reasoning was. I really don't remember what his reasoning That's was fine. for this one. Um, but everybody was wonderful. Like he wasn't a complaint about you know any particular person or player yeah. or anything like that. I just I don't really remember what it was. I, I know. To do I something think different. he made like a comment or something about the stats and how they play, and that kind of deterred him. I right. think that was it. But um, I don't really remember. I, I would have. So to- it's like he wanted to play on a, on a different platform. Pretty yeah, much. I think okay. that's what it was. So and that's how Syracuse got introduced into the. I don't know how they got introduced, but they came along. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and it was just funny because when I was younger, I was. I wanted to go to Syracuse and I was like, isn't that funny? But, um, and that's one of the schools that he had mentioned before, like, Oh, I would play at Syracuse. And then here they come, you know, a year or so after. And they, he loved it. He, he loved it. He, he, he liked it. He liked the campus. And then we go down there. And so at this point, before we get, before he even goes to the, facility go to the school I told him I said look we've gone to a bunch of a bunch of colleges and to be 100% honest with you all the colleges have the same thing they have an arts building a business building Mm -hmm. they offer this they offer that I'm not interested in 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 going to um see what their buildings look like I really wasn't and I told him that's not that's because that's not your reasoning for going. That's not your purpose. Right. For going. Your purpose is for basketball. So let you, I want, I told him, I said, let's focus on this. I want you to go into the, go into the, you know, the whole tour thing. But when you need to talk to the players, how does the coach talk to them? Is he disrespectful? When they lose a game, what does the locker room look like after yeah. that? Like, how does that feel? And I know it's not a great thing, but. You don't want to be in a locker room with a coach hollering at you and shouting and cussing you out and, you know, degrading you. That's not what you want. It's not going to make you become a better player. Yes, he's going to be mad. All of you are going to be mad. You lose the game, you're going to be upset. And yes, you guys are going to holler and scream, but it's the way the criticism comes to you. Do you mesh with the other players? Because you would be a new person coming in on players that have been there for a while. Like, so we need, I want you to feel, get a feel for that because I'm not going to be in a locker room like that. I'm not going to know these people like you're going to know them, you know, and that's what I wanted him to focus on. And, you know, of course, yes, the campus life, the dorms and what's around and things of that nature. But for basketball, you're going for basketball. So you need to look at really what that life is like in this setting. Because you might not like, you might not like it. You get there and you're just like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Or this is not what I, um, you know, when I came on the visit, this this wasn't the feel that I got. So you really yeah. have to, you have to learn this stuff because everybody's not going to be nice all the time, which is understandable, but you have to get, catch the vibe from other players that have been there for a while and know the coaches and, and know the players and, and see what you're getting ready to jump yourself into. 
Yeah. So he found some sort of comfort with Syracuse at the time. He did. Now he forgot all about the Ohio State pizza shop down the block. Yeah. He thought Syracuse is where it was at. So. Yes. Well, you know, when we went on the visit, my son would sleep in a gym if he if he could. Honestly, he really he really could. Um, When we went on the visit, because he had already seen everything, his thing was. I just want to go to the gym. Can you unlock the gym door? Mom, you can go through everything else, but I just want to. And he literally just stayed in the gym and he loved that facility. It was the, um, I, I don't know the exact name, so please don't be mad at me, but it's Carmelo Anthony's gym, something of that yeah. nature. And yeah. he absolutely loved it. He just, but that's him. It's all he needs is a gym and a ball. That's it. He doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't need much. So he, that's what he liked. He liked the staff. He liked the, um, he liked um, Beheim. He, he liked everything about Syracuse, but his thing has always been, mom, I don't want to go to college. College cannot teach me how to play basketball. Okay. And I understand that. I get it. They don't have a degree in basketball. They just have a basketball team. And in and, and, and college, we have, they have wonderful basketball teams. We have a wonderful opportunity. My thing was, I want you to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want you to have the education. I want you to of have. Course. My thing is, okay, like, yes, we're shooting for your ultimate goal, but can we get a backup plan in place? Mm-hmm. Can we work on the, on the just-in-case part? of it just a little bit like just a little bit we can just chisel that off just a little bit it'll be a little bit easier you know in case something does happen you know absolutely it was just like i was like so nervous like oh what is my kid getting into (laughs) you know so it was just trying to um but when he i i don't know i was i was not on board 100% when he said, Mom, I don't want to go to Syracuse. I'm like, here we go again. Like, the backlash from the Ohio State decommitment was rough for me. I actually learned how to ignore people through my child. Mm. Um, because it's not easy for a mother to ignore so many negative comments yeah. about your yeah. child. And it's it's if these people knew how many times I wanted to tweet back, but <laughs> I didn't. I just said, you know what? I'm going to get off this thing because it's really not, it's not healthy, right? It's not healthy. Yep. <laughs> I know you yeah. understand. It's I'm crazy. sitting here like. <laughs> it's so hard. It's I, I got in trouble two weeks ago. I feel you. So. It's, it's <laughs> See, it's, it's very, very, very hard. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be that parent that puts a negative name out there for this yeah. kid. Like I want to be supportive. So I have to, I'll see stuff and I'm like, nope, I'm getting off this thing because they, it's close. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, so I'm like, nope, I can't do it. But he said, mom, I don't want to go to Syracuse and he gives me his reason. And it took me a while. I prayed about it and I was not, happy but i said you know what number one it's his life number two um he is he's got a point 
he, he, to me, he had a point. College is not for everyone. And I understand that. I understand that sometimes people have to, what they take, they, a gap year. <laughs> you yeah. have to take that time off from high school to enter into college to find themselves or for whatever the reasons are. Like yeah. college is not for everybody. And I understand that. It was just what I wanted for him. And I still right. want for him and for all the other kids. Like I'm, you know, his younger brother is like, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to be like Darius. Uh, yeah, buddy, no, you're not Darius. You're going to school. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so get on that school bus. You're right. going. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> but you know what? With Darius, at least he always has the option to go back yeah. to college. It's yeah. not like it's just like a said and done. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, I'm not going to go. I'm never going to go. Right. So, I mean, his road to the NBA was very different than many other players yeah. as he first decided to bypass college and go directly to the G League. So how did that option even come about? You know what? <clears throat> I vaguely heard some things about G League all through his high school, but, you yeah. know, I'm just like, I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to yeah. focus on it, whatever type of thing. But then when he said, Mom, I don't want to go to Syracuse. I want to play in the G League. I'm just, my mind instantly went to my baby going into a man's world to play That's basketball. Right. I'm not, I don't know how I feel about that. Like that yeah, really yeah. threw me through a loop. Like, but I didn't want to tell him like, oh, you're scaring me half to death right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I had to like keep it together and just say, you know what? Okay. If that's what you want to do, let me, let me, uh, let me sit with this information for a little bit and then sure. let's move forward. And that's what I had to do. Honestly, I had to to sit back, you know, because there were com- it was plenty of conversations about why he wanted to go in the G League. It was just so that he could get better. You know, his whole high school career was one of the comments that he was getting was he was really thin. Granted, he still is thin, but he was like mm. a pencil. And, you know, he had the skill, but he needed the weight. And, you yeah. know, he wanted to focus on that. He wants to focus on more skill, more training. I remember him telling me when he was in high school, he was like, I want to play basketball like I'm in college while I'm in high school. And then when he got ready to graduate high school, he said, I want to play in college as if I'm in the NBA. NBA, NBA. So he he already had that mind to be on the next level. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? He's, he's, the way he present things to me, of course, it took time. But the yeah. way that he would present his ideas and his suggestions to me made me feel a little more comfortable that, okay, he actually is doing his homework on it before he brings it to me. You know what I mean? So when he came mm-hmm. to me with the G League, I was just like, oh, I don't like this one. This one's a little scary. I'm not, mm-hmm. I was not on board with it. And it wasn't because it was a bad thing. It was because I'm being a mom, right? That's right. This is my baby going into. And to me, the G League, now I could have it all wrong. I don't want anybody to say like, oh, she's giving her a bad name. I'm not giving her a bad name. In my mind, again, my baby, the one that I would rock and change diapers was going into a man's world. And it wasn't just 
Like, yes, the NBA is a man's world as well. But to me, the G League was a little bit different because we have a bunch of grown men on the G League who are trying to get to the NBA. So their game yeah. is different. Their yeah. aggressiveness is different. And yeah. I didn't want my son caught in that. I didn't yeah. want him caught in that. I wanted I wanted it to be a smooth transition for him. Granted, I know being an NBA is, is a lot of hard work. I'm not saying that it's not. Oh, no. But the game is just, the, the, play, yeah. the way they play is a little, to me, is a little different. Yeah. And I didn't want him in that. I just didn't. Right. So it seems like you, at, at one point now, you're, you're all over the place because you're trying to figure out what is the best, best option for my son. Because this is stuff that you as a mom has to learn. And he as a, as a, you know what I mean, as a young adult who's clueless, but thinks he knows. Right. So now at this point, this is where you hired an agent? So someone came to us and mm-hmm. um, wanted to be an agent. And, you know, right. we read over the contracts and everything. And we sat down at the table with a, um, a couple who were um, familiar with reading the contracts. Right. Because I'm like, I don't know what this means mm-hmm. yep. or what this is all about. And so we're going over the contracts. And Darius and I both are looking at each other going, eh, this doesn't sound right like it's not for right. me if if i have too many questions or it's not feeling right on the yeah. inside then i kind of yep. want to back away from it a hundred percent so darius gets up from the table walks in the other room he comes back and he whispers in my ear and he says you're going to get a phone call from rich paul and i was like okay as if i knew who that name was i didn't know yeah i had <laughs> at the point at that time i, I had no i had no clue at all but I acted like I did. You know, I'm like, oh, of course. Not a problem. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Tell him to call me Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, no <laughs> so we're sitting at the table and he calls probably like five minutes after Darius said that. And he introduced himself to me and he's like, I just want to meet and talk to you. That's that's it. I just want to meet mm-hmm. and talk to you with, with some good daytime and that we can, you know, meet up and we can just have a conversation. And I, we, did we figured all that stuff out and we ended up taking the meeting and I said, Oh wow. Like it was just a like night and day from the last contract yeah. to and all the stuff I was told before to what I'm having. I'm just like, that's it. Like you made it so <laughs> simple. Like it was just yeah. like it, and it, I'm just like, oh this makes me feel better as a mother. Yeah. To know that there's not like, oh, you can't do this, can't do that. Oh, no, no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? It's just like, he's a kid. He's yeah. going to do all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just made me feel better. And the fact that they, um, when I say they, the whole clutch, yep, um, clutch group, yeah. they um, were very um, informative, informative. They yeah. would always keep me um, in the loop. And they would explain it to me. It wasn't, oh, he's got to do this because because I said so. It wasn't like that. It was, hey, this is where you guys said you wanted to go. And this is how I believe you guys can get there. And these right. are the opportunities that can come about it. Or we could do 
A, B, C. It wasn't just one straightforward thing. Yeah. It was, yeah. this is this is the, the best case scenario. And let me tell you why or yeah. how. And then if you don't want to do this, we can try to do this, but I, I think we should go with this. And it's never forced. It's never, you know, how I know for me, my parents would go, I'm like, but why? Because I said so. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? It was more, they take the time to explain what you don't know. And I didn't know nothing about, I didn't, this is a whole nother ball. This is not high school. This is a whole nother. And I didn't know how to, you know, maneuver anything in this world. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know anything. I know a well, lot. It's so hard to trust, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's here you have important. this agency that, or agents or whatever that come to your house and they're sitting there and both you and your son. Now you hear you have this young boy who just wants to play mm-hmm. and he even he recognizes like, wait a minute, what? Wait, yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. And then you're sitting there, you're both looking at each other like, hold on. And to me, if you're reading a contract where people are sitting in front of you and they're selling their souls to you or they're asking you to sell your soul to them and you have a bunch of questions, to me, that means their presentation sucks and probably isn't true. Right. You know what I mean? And then here you have another agent that comes in and says, listen, Right. Whether they have experience or not, just listen, this is what we believe and we're going to explain to you why. So they're giving you the option whether you want to jump on or jump off. Right. And that's exactly what as parents, especially when you don't know, and even if you do know, everybody's experience is different. So what could work for your child doesn't mean it could work for someone else that you were working with. You know what I mean? So it's good that you found that comfort with with uh, with clutch sports right away right. that you were able to say okay hold on at the same time it's kind of good that you had that meeting with the other agents because now you were able to weigh the two options and yeah. say wait hold on this is nonsense thank right. you for coming please get out my kitchen You're so right. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? like yeah like right. yeah so <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. well and Darius made a bunch of decisions but you know what I mean which is good because it just shows you that he's a deep thinker yeah. so now. He took on a different route yet again, again. <laughs> and he decided to do an internship with um, New Balance for yes. three months at $1 million while training on his own, preparing for the draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is different, definitely different. Um, can you please break down that story for us? Well, <laughs> so New Balance says, hey, we want to get back into basketball, right? And Darius is from Boston, New Balance is based in Boston, and, you know, Rich is saying, I think this is a wonderful opportunity because in, for Rich, it wasn't just building a basketball player. He was building a young man to become a man. So Rich was like, hey, we could go to Nike. Nike's wonderful but he's not going to have this particular opportunity where Darius will be going into the office and learning the business. You know what I mean? He would, he would, he's had the opportunity to learn what all it takes to come up with a shoe, not only to come up with it, but to actually go from start to finish. And Hmm. I believe it helped Darius out a lot. It helped him out a lot because it was not easy for him, who has never had a job in his entire life, to have to get up early in the morning and go into the office and then come home and train and go back. 
it took a lot of self-discipline, which yes. he did have somewhat of the self-discipline part, but it was, he's a kid and yeah. he was thrown into the working adulthood and yeah. it was good for him. I, I feel like it was good for me. I mean, he was, mom, I don't know what I'm doing. Mom, I'm so nervous. And I just, that means you're on the right track because you're nervous. Yeah. And yeah. I don't care. I've had multiple jobs, even as an adult. And your first day on the job, so nerve-wracking, right? Because yeah. you don't know your coworkers. You don't know if you're doing something right or wrong. You don't even know That's if right. you're doing the job correctly. <laughs> but really, all you're doing is getting your passwords and logging in and out of your systems all day. But it's nerve-wracking. It's, it's yeah. so, so. And you, you, then you, you get comfortable. And you start, and things start to turn. By the time he was done, he had a whole new, like, his his, his experience was great. He had a whole new, new balanced family that he, you know, can yeah. enjoy when he goes back to Boston and they come out and see him. And it's just, it's, a lot of people don't get that experience. I'll say that. No, and he was blessed to actually have that experience, right? Right. right. So- Many people were quick to criticize um, the decision made, and from afar, it felt as if people were hoping to see Darius fail. fail. Yeah. So how did you cope through all of this and support your son? You know, I always tell Darius, I tell all the kids, what God has for you is for you. Can't nobody yep. take it away from you. Can't nobody give it to you. God designed you to be who you are and he designed you for a purpose and a reason. So everything that he wants, God has always provided his needs and his wants. Darius right. is not ever really, he was, he's always been such a, like a good person, right? You right. know, kids, mom, I want this. And if they don't get it, they're like so disappointed. You could see it and they throwing these tantrums. He has never been like that. Yeah. He had never been that type of a that type of a person. So when he was growing up, I would tell him, you know, God made you as a special human being, and whatever you want, you just ask and he'll give it to you. And you ask for all Darius asked for was to make it to McDonald's All American and to make it into the NBA. And out of that, Darius has gotten not only that, but so many more blessings. Yeah. And so when people, and, and I felt the same thing when people would talk about him, like, I think, oh, they're waiting for him to fail. And even when, because <clears throat> it's out of sight, out of mind, right? So you didn't hear a lot of press about him when he took his gap year to, you know, to strengthen and, <clears throat> and condition and work on his craft and everything. So you didn't hear a, a lot about him. But you would see like when they did the, oh my goodness, what is it called? The little combine things, the NBA mm -hmm. combine. The NBA combine, And yeah. then when they would see him play, you know, you would the, you would see different comments or hear different comments that would say, oh, they, they oh, he dribbled the wrong way, so he's not going to make it. Like the littlest things, they would have something to say about it. And I'm just like, wow, they're really like looking to see him to fail. Um, and I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. How many, how many people are just so negative about things? Like, you know, just 
anybody can fail. I don't care how high up you are. Anybody can yeah. fail. It's nothing but a drop. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Just just watching those comments and it, like I said, I learned how to ignore them through Darius because I'm like, how do you not respond? <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. he was like, mom, I don't pay attention to that because what God has for me is for me. And to hear him tell me that, I'm like, he yeah. was listening all these years, you know, yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah. amazing. Yeah. You, I didn't know you we, we as moms, we don't even listen to ourselves because we tell our kids, don't bother that. And then when we see it, we lose our minds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my son used to say to me all the time, it's not that serious, mom. I'm like, yes, it, yes, is. it is. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sweating and going on. And then I realized like, wait, I'm the only one in the room mad. Like <laughs> he's playing children, playing his Xbox. Yeah. I'm reading 4,000 negative comments. Yeah. 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 And he couldn't care less. Yeah. So you're right. They're, they're teaching us yeah. what we said. Yeah. It's funny how they do it though. It's, it like, yeah. me when they're like, oh shoot, he's, did he just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he was listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I feel you. I used to go in my room and close the door and laugh. Okay. Yeah, so you can't let just... them know that they're right. You can't. Let of course them not. That at all. Yeah. 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 He's like, it's not that serious. Yes, it is. I walk away, right. and then I'd be laughing. I'm like, it really isn't though. But <laughs> but you'll never right. be right. I'm like, so. you care? Why do I care? Like, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it dawned on me, like, wait a minute. These are a lot of these comments. They come from people who don't even play the NBA. So, <laughs> thank you. It doesn't matter. It thank does, you. It doesn't matter. Like, I remember I went to one of his home games, and one of the fans, you know, they announced when he was coming into the game, they said Darius Beasley, and you know, me and the kids were like, Whoa! going all crazy, and they're like, he sucks, and I was like, who's that guy? What? <laughs> You know what? What what you should say to them is, well, thank you for paying for this ticket to see these people that suck. Right? Yes. Oh yeah. My you know what? Okay. You're welcome. And just yeah. turn around and watch the game. Like, oh my who cares? gosh, it's amazing. Who cares? It is amazing. Yep. It's yeah. I had to ask um, Jada Paul, uh, Chris Paul's wife, um, how do yep. you deal with with all the ridicule? Like, you know, you're sitting there mm-hmm. amongst everybody and they're yelling and talking trash about your husband you know what I mean? yeah. and then sometimes you have your kids next to you how yeah. do you deal like i'm just the mother i'm not the wife i'm the mother like so That's how true. do you do it like i just and she was like after a while you just you get used to it and you're just like mm-hmm. oh whatever it's just part Tune of it out. it's not that they hate him as a player or hate him as a person it's just the adrenaline of the game of it all. So you just like, yeah. eh, whatever. I said, I, I'm not there yet. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just to go back a bit, he, again, he entered the draft and, and was invited to the combine. Um, he was able to accomplish this without playing a second of NCAA ball. So how as a mom at this time, were you able to guide him and to make sure that his plans really stayed the course 
you know, as soon as we were able to sign with Clutch because of that mm-hmm. time frame of age and everything else. Right. As soon as we could sign with Clutch, I was very comfortable with the decision to sign with Chris. I mean, um, to sign with Rich Paul that mm-hmm. I didn't have to take on that responsibility as much anymore. Because remember, in high school, it's all me, by myself. Right. It's me, I, and I don't know what I'm doing. So I feel like I'm working, I feel like I worked overtime because I'm trying to learn it and protect mm-hmm. him at the same time. Trying course, to make sure that, you know, he's not affected by these grown men and their foolish antics and then making sure that I'm well informed of what's going on and who's what, who's doing what and what we're supposed to be doing or what we're not supposed to be doing. And then trying to make sure that he is associating himself with the right type of people. Yeah. So, but when we signed with Clutch, I felt relief because yeah. I didn't have to do so much. And then there were some people that tried to slide in and like bypass the agency. Like, oh, let mm-hmm. me go to the mall. Like, I'm sending you right back over there because I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to research you. I don't have to do any yeah. of this. That's their job. That's what they do. And I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So a lot of it um, for me was just like I was relieved that I didn't have to do so much. And it helped that Rich would call me and he would talk me through things. Yes. So it wasn't that I didn't still have to do the research or that I didn't care because even now I still care. But it's yeah. the fact that we have that type of a relationship where if Darius was getting ready to do something, then they would call and explain, hey, you got any questions? Or if I just, I would, I can call them. Hey, I got a question yeah. for you. What's up? Talk to me. What's going on? Because before we signed, um, a lot of people would, I don't even know how they knew we were even talking to Clutch, actually. I, I don't even know how they knew. But some people would be like, oh, you got to be careful because that's, you know, he's LeBron's agent and he's all about LeBron. And, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. but that's not the guy I met. Like what you're saying is not matching, yep. you know, what, what I'm getting from him. Yeah, that's his agent. And yeah, that's his friend. But I'm not getting that. If I call, he answers. Even to this yeah. day, you know, if I call, he'll answer. And there are plenty of times if he'll just reach out. Hey, just want to check in, see how you're doing. Like the whole team. Yeah. Hey, just want to make sure you guys are good. What's going on with you? Happy Mother's Day. Merry Christmas. It's just absolutely. It's respect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel like I'm excluded or don't know what's going on. I don't feel like my son is out there with the wolves and I have to still protect him. Like, yes, I still pray over the kids. I don't think that'll ever stop. But, yeah. you know, and of course, I'm always going to be concerned about their lives. I don't care how old they are. But it's not as intense as it was when That's he was right. playing in high school. Well, and you have a better understanding of it now, too, right? True. I mean, I get it. As basketball moms, people come at us all the time. Yeah. Irregardless of who the agent is, whether the agent is big agent, whether small agents, right. whether they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. Right. Because, you know, you just have to learn at one point, or we have to learn as moms, just to trust. Yes. 
because, you know what I mean? Trust the process because at the end of the day, our kids are in this situation and we're just going to have to guide them alongside mm. this agency. You know what I mean? Yes. Just to make the process easier because if not, it's not going to yeah. be well. I mean, I have people that come after me and call me up until recently. You know what I mean? And they would say the same thing yeah. that you're saying that, oh, your agent is this and your agent is that. Oh, maybe you should change. Your son is a small fish, big pond. I'm like, yeah, I know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anything else? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And and they would say, like you're saying, you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't meet this person right. that you're talking about. Right. Oh, they're fooling you. And I'm like, really? Yeah. After all these years? Right. Uh, yeah. And then, so I would flip the conversation. So I'm the fool? Are you calling me? No, no, no. I said, oh, because you're telling me that we're foolish for staying yeah. in this company, but now you're telling me I'm not a fool. So which is it? Right. Pick one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th pick one. Cause I have things to do No, Okay. Bye. <laughs> and you just have to hang out because yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'm thinking, how'd you get my number? Wait a minute. You know what I mean? I, so someone yeah, said to me the other day, yeah. take your number offline girl. I was yeah. like, Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh my, why are you guys emailing me and sending me messages? Like, who are you people? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. You know what? I said to someone who called me a couple of weeks ago and, and Vulture, like you said, and they just peppered me with questions, peppered me. And, and I said, how'd you get my number? And he says, I research very well. You know what I need help with? Researching some moms to help me get on my show. And he clicked hung up. And that's a true story. <laughs> that's a true story. Because my whole point was, yes, 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 I know. I know the title league staff is like, what? What he didn't tell us this? Because I forgot, guys. I'll tell you later. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a true story. Uh, and it's just funny. Yeah. Amazing. My whole thing is, you know what? We can use your, your. Um, I said, you, I can use your ambition. Exactly what I said. What do you mean? Oh, for your son? No, no, no. I need help because you're such a good researcher that you're able to find my number. So, you know, I got some moms I need to contact. And yeah, that wasn't yeah, where was they done. wanted to go. So, yeah, yeah, it was done. So, needless to say, my son's happy. So, yeah. anyway. So, <laughs> so. I mean, I'm just thinking of his entire path. Um, do you think that that helped him grow differently than had he had taken the traditional way, like going to high school, then going to college? And um, it's so funny because I can't see Daddy's doing anything traditional. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I cannot see him doing anything traditional. He's never been the one to follow anyone else's lead on, on anything yeah. his whole life. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't say that I could see him as doing it differently. Right. right. I really can't like what I have at the time, would I have liked him to do it differently? Absolutely. Because. Oh, for sure. I didn't want to deal with all that backlash and yeah, all that yeah. stuff, but it wasn't about me. It's about him. And, but in right. the moment at that time, I wasn't thinking about, Oh, it's about him. It's not about me. I was thinking, mm -hmm. I was thinking, Oh my gosh, they're saying all of this and they're saying all of that. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually, and even, even before he made it to the NBA, NBA, I was actually really, really happy for him that he decided to do things differently. Yeah. Because I always want my kids to be true to themselves and I want them to be satisfied and happy with the decisions that they make. So when yeah. he says, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It may make me think like, what is wrong with this boy? But 
ultimately, I always will support him. As long as we're both in um, understanding one another, I will always support him. But yeah. I can't say that, um, I, I can't, I can't imagine it being different. Yeah, of course not, because that is the road that you were on at the time. Yeah. So imagining it differently sometimes it's like, no, I can't yeah. because yeah. It's, it's, first of all, it's irrelevant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, true. Imagine it differently is like, whatever, you'll never, never know, right? But your son came into the NBA ahead of his class when it comes to business smarts. So many rookies struggle with the transition from yeah. high school to NBA celebrity, right? Yeah. Um, and it and his internship just seems like it prepared him for his future. Mm. So now looking at the draft night, I mean, he was drafted 23rd yeah. overall by the Utah Jazz. Yes. He was then traded to the Memphis Grizzlies yes. and then to Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. So what were your emotions like on that night? Oh my gosh. I was nervous. I was very, because yeah. you know, draft night, they don't tell you nothing. They don't say, yeah. they don't say, oh, you know, like, hey, don't tell your kid, but so-and-so's interested. They don't tell you anything, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I have my own thoughts, right? I'm like, oh, yep. Boston's going to want him. But I didn't want him to go to Boston, not because of the team. I absolutely love the Celtics because I'm from Boston. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, I absolutely love <laughs> Boston. But I didn't want him to go back to Boston because I'm like, oh, my goodness, we left Massachusetts when he was so young. And now that he is who he is, he's going to have all these people at him. Oh, I know you. And, oh, we're family. He doesn't people from all in a while like, yeah exactly you know he knows who he knows and that's it but then I was just like huh I had heard that Oklahoma was a really good um place for young basketball players because it keeps them focused yeah. and you know it's not he's not a he's not a like a party person he's not one who likes to hang out in front of like and be all around people he's never been that type of person like he has his friends He'll hang out with them, but he's never been like a crowd person. So I was like, oh, maybe he should go to Oklahoma. That would be wonderful because then he could stick to um, his focus would stick with basketball and he, right. would, he would be okay because he's pretty much a homebody ultimately. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, this would be great. So I was like, it's got to be one of the two. One of the two and we're great. So when they called his name, like he, I could see him get antsy. Like he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like the first round of the, I mean, he's about to be over. Right, right. Like what's going on? What's going to happen? And I'm like, I'm actually, I, I actually text um, his agency, not Rich. I text somebody else with another agency. Yep. And I was like, hey, I'm so nervous. <laughs> and she texted back. She's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And as um, he's coming out to announce the 23rd pick, my phone rings and it's, it's the agency there in New York at the event. And I pick up the phone and I can barely hear her because of all the stuff going on in her background. I can barely, I can't hear because all the stuff is going on in my, in, you know, in my environment yet at a restaurant. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on, where were you yeah, we were, draft night? Yeah, we were, hold on, and let me ask that question. <laughs> Who were you with, and where were you? We were at a 
restaurant with like, you know, like my mom, all of his siblings, um, and my okay. fiance at the time. Um, and now we're married, but uh, and like a few of his friends was there, a couple of his coaches that he, you know, still interacted with. Yes. And I think one of his school teachers that he um still talks to now. Okay. Um was there. It wasn't a whole lot of people, but there were people there and you know, I can feel that he's like, oh, what's going on? And I'm just, I'm nervous. Like, please don't disappoint my son. Please don't disappoint him, right? So, and then I'm like, <laughs> she was like, are you ready? And then I, I stopped listening to the phone because I heard, like, he was like, and the Utah Jazz, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, Darius Ainsley. And I said, <gasps> like, I was just so, <laughs> like, thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, thank God that, yes. you know, he's got the opportunity and, you know, we're in, in, of course. in the whole place was just like, yeah, congratulations. So, like, I was like, so grateful for that. So grateful for that. Oh, So, once you knew he was going to OKC, what were the first few days like following draft night? Oh, my gosh. My phone was going crazy <laughs> with, you know, with family and friends and mm -hmm. reporters. You because know, Cincinnati oh, yeah. kept a close watch on him because he was the five yeah. group. But so it was like that was that was going crazy. The probably like a week, probably like the first the first week. It was just amazing. I was just like, I'm not answering my phone anymore. Like I'm just, yeah. I was like, if you're not my parents, I'm not answering any more phone calls because there were so many people calling back to back to back. People that you know, as you know, people you haven't talked to in years mm -hmm. pick up the phone years. and call you. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, thanks, but what are you calling for? So like, you know, like what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So you go. People that. from kindergarten were calling. Yeah. You. I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. How do you like? You said, how do you get my phone number? Just yeah. I'm think. I know. I was like, damn, Facebook. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> So <laughs> I always ask about a player's rookie year, but first I'm interested in how it was for you to see your son finally be on an NBA roster. Um, I think, I think I was, I think I was shocked kind of like, kind of like, it's so weird because it wasn't the first time I had seen him on TV. It wasn't the first time mm. that I heard his name on ESPN. It wasn't, it just, I, I mean, I've seen him in jerseys before. It wasn't like, it wasn't, right. you would think like, oh, she should be used to it. But I wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was just so weird. I'm just like, like, that's my son. Like, that is my son. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because even this season when he, um, when he does a dunk, and I'm like, that's my son. Like, <laughs> It's something that we can just never, ever, ever get over it. Oh, and, and I always have to say, am I the only mom that feels like this? No, you're not. I went to a restaurant yesterday with my son and it was so funny because we were just talking about what do you do when people come up to you? Do you ever say hi? Do you ever talk to them? Do you ever take pictures? And he's so humble. He's like, yeah. And before I used to tell him like before, you know, like make sure you always do. You have to be nice to the fans. Mm -hmm. And And yesterday, someone comes up to him, this kid, we were sitting in a restaurant, and he walks up to him, and he's like, excuse me, are you Kim Birch? And I'm like, yes, it is! Yes. 
looking like, no, we're not asking you. I'm like, oh, but it is him, but okay. <laughs> and the kid's looking at me like, it is, it is. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Take a, want a picture? Like, okay. And he gets up and my friend's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Fix the hair. Yeah, That's we'll go take so a picture, but which is funny. We are yeah. opposite. We like to mess with people, right? So we were, he was in Oklahoma and um, somebody walks by us and this kid, he wasn't a kid, he was probably late teenager. He was like, oh my gosh, that's Darius Baisley. And me and my oldest daughter, he's like, no, it's not. That's not yeah. Darius. Yes, it is. You can't tell me. I know. I was like, I'm, I'm this kid's mother. This is not Darius Baisley. I did not name my child Darius Baisley. And That's he just funny. stands there and he just starts smiling the whole time. He's just sitting there smiling. Mm. And he's just yeah. like going along with it like, no. Mm-mm. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. My son used to do that. People used to walk up to him and they're like, you can't touch He's like, no. And they're like, do you play basketball? He's like, no. He goes, I, I play chess. <laughs> yeah, first it was, yeah, it was chess and then it was curling. I told, I used to tell people that he's a, he's a, a national curling champion. So. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yeah, funny. you gotta do what you gotta do. So, <laughs> but I mean, so later on, over the last, right later on. But it's, oh yeah, of course, of course. People, I, it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like you said, sometimes you just have to laugh, you right? Do. Yeah. So, how have the Thunder, as an organization, received you as a family? You know what? I don't have nothing to compare it to. That's the only team we've played with so far. So, okay. but so how has the experience been for you, Dad? <laughs> They, um, I think they were really, really sweet. You know, when we, we, I actually met some of the people, um, in Vegas when he signed, um, because mm-hmm. when they go through the trade, you gotta wait a period. They got all this paperwork and stuff to do. But when he finally signed, we were in Vegas and, um, they were very, very nice. You know, yeah. the, the, Darius, I was, mom, what do you need all these pictures for? Because you're my kid. I have always yeah. felt like if your face is on it, I need it, right? <laughs> so yeah. That's just how yeah. I feel. So, like, they will send me, you know how they take pictures mm. randomly. Some of them you never see. They send me, like, the pictures. And I'm like, thank you. And he, he's like, mom, what do you need? I'm like, just stand there and look cute. Like, <laughs> I got this yeah. over here. Like, leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like I have those and um you know they sent me a jersey and I was like you know I mess with my, my young kids I'm like haha I got an official jersey and you don't like I'm a team member and you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, they had the iron-ons I'm a team girl and you're not That's- so that's but funny. they like randomly, they actually just sent me some really cool um, stationery with my name um, embossed in the card. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. nice. It's different. I would have never thought to do that. But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's really nice. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Aww. But like, they'll send little stuff. And um, I got to meet um, Mr. Presky um, when we were there in. December and he was very very nice like he made a point to come out and say hi when he knew that I was outside of the airport like he made you know he didn't have to I didn't know he was even in there you know what I mean so like he didn't have Mm -hmm. to come out and say hi and I was like oh that was very nice of him 
you know, to come on to, to meet me and say hello and to tell me, you know, how he feels about Darius and everything. And I was like, oh, that was very nice. And, and like the staff that I have met, I know there's so many of them, but the staff that I actually have met, they were very, very, very nice people. So, oh, that's a, that's amazing. So <laughs> over the last year, we have all had a lot to deal with, uh, with so much changes through the pandemic. The NBA has found ways to push through the barriers, including playing without fans, a bubble, and a road schedule that included not leaving your hotel. I know. So this came at the expense of our kids' mental health. Mm. How did Darius cope with it all? Um, so two things. One is normally that's what he does anyway. He goes, he does workouts practice whatever they whatever they do whenever whatever whatever right and then he would go back to his room or back home and he's on that video game right and then he he just shows up whenever he's supposed to normally that's what he does there was a couple of months i want to say january february maybe where i was just like are you okay because he was playing off to me yeah and i was like are you okay? Do you feel okay? You want to talk about anything or because and I think it for him, like he's like, Mom, how do you know when something I'm I'm your mother? Like I can look at you and see. Yeah. And I can feel, even though you're miles and miles away from me, I can still feel we have it's it's we're all forever connected. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I We have I, superpowers. Right. Like yeah. yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But he would always say, no, I'm fine, no, I'm fine. But I think for him, he missed, like, human interaction, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, his family or, and, and his friends and even his teammates, like, not being able to bond with them the way that he was used to bonding. You go from being a first-year rookie to where, to where you create, excuse me, where you create all of these um relationships with different people mm -hmm. and then you have a trade and then you have new people on your team and then the ones that you know you really can't hang out with them like you normally would like on the road or what what have you because of the new rules and I think I think I think it affected them maybe a little slightly different than the rest of the world without human yeah. interaction yeah. you know mm -hmm. and I think that's what it is. Even though he's a homebody, like I said, he would go and hang out at his friend's house or he would have his friends come over, but not being able to have that made it yeah. a little bit, I think just a little bit uh, difficult to deal with oh, for because sure. I'm like, uh, are you sure you're okay? Because you don't normally play like that or you don't normally yeah. do things like that. Like what's going on with you? So I, I that's, he's still to this day won't, won't flat out tell me you know yeah but i'm just like oh. but it's a different type of loneliness it right? is it really is you know what i mean like you're saying darius is a homebody my son's a homebody but there's a difference when he's home and he's playing his playstation versus when he's sitting in the hotel room still by himself right but he still could be playing um playstation but without the option of getting yes. up and getting out that hotel room yeah. you know because what they mean? would totally. go to the mall totally. they would go out yeah. to eat they would they would drag him he'd be like they're making me go to this 
thing and I don't want to go. But I'm like, I'm like, you're going to have fun. And then he's showing me videos of them. I'm like, oh, but you didn't want to go, but you're having a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. but like you said, the yeah. option, you don't have that yeah. option anymore because now you're in violation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's, he is a rules guy, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, it's, it's all, it's a good thing. And it's for everybody's health. I understand, but it's, that's, yeah, it's tough being in that world is tough anyway, but then being isolated from the outside world is even tougher from everybody. Yeah. yeah. From everybody. Yeah. Well, you've experienced so much through your son and you've written a book about it. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> I love this. So switch. Yeah. So tell us all about it, starting with what it is about mm -hmm. and what inspired you to write this book. So Swish, I wanted, I've always, so as he was going through high school, I honestly felt like the basketball world smacked me in my face and mm -hmm. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Like I didn't, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just a mom trying to support her kids and guide her children. And that's all I was trying to do. Now you throw right. in, oh, I want to be an NBA player. And he's actually good enough to possibly be one. Well, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I have yeah. no clue. And going through the whole process with no one telling you or showing you. Thank God that he had one coach who I talk to still to this day. He had one coach who um, who told me, don't trust anybody. He said, including me, don't trust anybody. He said, but he always told me, he said, I'm here if you got a question, um, if you need something, I'm here to tell you or guide you. And he knew a lot of people in Cincinnati, so because he grew up there, so it was easier for him to say, "Hey, so and so called me, and I don't know what to think." Like, and he, and he yeah. would be able, "Oh, I went to school with that person," or "Oh, I played ball with that person," or so he knew like the people personally, so he could kind of tell me what their agendas were and who they were and how they operated. And he would never say, "No, don't trust anybody." He would never say that, but he would just say, "He would he would say, Mom, I need you to just.'" This is this is what I know, and I need you to just pray about it and do whatever God tells you to do. You know what I mean? And yeah. I wanted to write the book, especially on all the questions that I had that I had no one to answer for me. Now, yes. I understand that everybody's story is different. Nobody's story is the same. But I like to think that there are... Um, like a foundation in each chapter that you can take and say, okay, I need to look out for this or, oh, maybe I should do it like this. Or just to be somewhat aware of what's taking place because as a mom, we cannot be around our kids 24 seven. We just, That's there's right. no way we can do it. But yeah. if we can be involved, it's, it's very important to be involved in, you just learn as you go. That I had to oh, for sure. I, I didn't have a choice. I had to. I had to figure yeah. it out. They're talking about for me, they were talking about my child's life. And that's very important yeah. to me. 
So, you know, absolutely. So that was my that was my main thing. So is this all about your experience only, or did you also include experiences of other parents that you met along the way? This was mainly my experience. Um, there are a few references to um, um, Jackson Hayes, who plays with the Pelicans, mm-hmm. um, yep. who we, yes, I know his mom and everything, and Darius and him did a few workouts and stuff together, right. but yep. he didn't play much ball in high school or AAU actually. He played one season of AAU, but he ended up on the Pelicans. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, I put that in there and I didn't mention his name, but I put that in there just so that people can see like it can happen for anybody. You know, here's a kid who really barely played, only played one year AAU, went to school and I think he went to Texas, I think. And then here he is. Now he's an NBA player. You know what I mean? So mainly the stories are about what happened to me personally and what we had to deal with or what I had to think about and how I went about it. Um, Just like I said, it's not going to be everyone's exact story, but hopefully somebody can read it and take away something and say, you know what? I need to look out for this or I need to. Um, oh, Lanita said this in her book. Oh, okay, maybe I should apply this to the situation and and move forward from there. Right. So your your book is really about um, like you're being a resource yes. for other parents out there of amateur yes. basketball players and saying, hey, listen, this was this is what Darius and I did. However, yes, this could happen with your son or daughter too. Absolutely. That is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I I I read part of the book. And I, oh. I was like impressed. Good for you. you. Good. No, I really was like, well, 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 thank you for putting that out there. And because I was reading some of it and I'm like, oh man, I wish I did this. Or, you know what I mean? Just laughing about it. You know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah. I think everybody wishes. And I I don't typically read it, but I think I did an interview a while ago and somebody asked me about the book. I was like, oh, maybe I should read it again. And I read it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I probably should have did this differently. Oh, it's already done yeah. now, but I mean... Well, that's it. Like we were saying before, right. it's irrelevant, yes. but, right. you know, sometimes you're like, eh, you know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm curious to know, did you document your journey as you were going through it? You know, so I'm horrible at that, right? So, as things were happening, after I calmed down, there were some moments where I was very upset. So after I come, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna write about this, and I would never write it down. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of it is like my recollection of it, of what was going yeah. on, and like because sure. most of the stories that <laughs> that made me mad, I don't forget. So, but the no. other ones, I'm just like, oh, okay. What did I? Yeah, I think <laughs> you know you gotta play it back. It's and true. It's, oh it's yeah, true. that's what I did. Or oh yeah, that's how. That's where we went. And so yeah. it was a little. It was some of it was a little trying. Some of it was a little trying. So if people want to get a copy of this book, where can they go? Amazon.com. Um, it is on Barnes and Nobles, but it's only online Barnes and Nobles. 
but definitely on Amazon. It is available on Amazon. And it's called Swish. Swish yeah. By Lenita Baisley. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> so I want to know, what is it like being a courtside mom to Darius Baisley? Um, it's so funny because I don't tell anybody that's my child. It's so funny because, okay, he was in Oklahoma and we live in Georgia. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't tell anybody that he's my child. I just, um, I don't know. I just don't. Like, if they ask, some people some people are just like, oh, my gosh, you're Darius' mom. And I'm like, yes, I'm Darius' mom. I won't deny it. But, yeah, yeah. but I don't typically, like, just say, oh, I'm Darius' mom. Like, I don't go yeah. and, like, announce it to the world. Um yeah. But it's it has its fun times. It has its fun moments. Okay. It has and and you know, I, I used to tell Darius all the time, look, I know all you wanna do is play basketball, but it comes with stuff. Especially if you're good, yeah. right? If you're really good, yeah. then it really comes with like the fans and stuff. It comes with stuff. And he doesn't care to be a famous star or anything like that. He just wants to play ball. So I tell him, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't want to be bothered, stay your butt at home, right? Because what you don't yeah. want to do is give your fans a bad um, impression of who you are. So if you don't want to be bothered, stay at home. Have somebody yeah. else do it or Uber Eats or I don't care, just stay home, right? So for me, um, it's not, it doesn't happen all the time. So, yeah. you know, you I'll get some people like, Oh my gosh, you're Darius's mom. And I'm so, yes, I'm Darius's mom. And they, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, one, twice, twice someone asked me to take um, a picture with them. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, I'm not the ball player like he is. Like, shouldn't you want to take his picture? Like, I'm just That's mom. Amazing, like, though. why do you want to talk to me? Like, it's because so- you're a fantastic author. <laughs> really? Oh, That's why. You know what I mean? <laughs> When someone says to you they want to take a picture, you hold up that book and you be proud, okay? <laughs> so, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, now, before we wrap up, let's learn some fun facts okay. about Darius, okay? okay? What is that go-to dish that you make that he absolutely oh loves? Oh, my gosh. I want to say my the spaghetti. It used to be macaroni okay. and cheese, but I think it's the spaghetti now. Yeah. <laughs> Other than a basketball, mm-hmm. what was one item as a child he could not live without? Oh my gosh, it was um the Lightning McQueen car. He would not. He would <sighs> not. He's gonna kill me. He would. <laughs> he would not let that car go. It was like wow. I was. I was like, you, you can't change. You can't bring it to daycare. Like. Just leave it in the car. He just says, you open the car door, that's the first thing he wants to see. If it's not there, you just have a whole fit. Like, he had to have (laughs) He's like, forget it, I'm walking. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this car sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a childhood nickname for him? And if so, what was it? Uh, Oh, no, I didn't. I did not. You seem so disappointed. She has a nickname for all of her siblings, and they all hate their names. 
And they all have come to me and said, can you tell her, Tiana, to stop calling me that? And Darius mm-hmm. is included. When she found a nickname for him, it, Ma, can you please tell her to stop calling me that? And I'm like, that's between mm-hmm. you guys. But now he's used to it. Oh, that's Because she fun. won't stop. She, no matter, she will not stop. Yeah. She will not stop. She's like, this is your name. Too bad. His name? <laughs> now it's Owen. She says, um, oh, I can't even say it like her. She goes, okay, Owen. Like, that's her own. Yeah. And now, yeah. He's, now he's just like, every once in a while, he's like, that's not my name. And he'll just ignore her. But for the most part, he answers her. It used to be Big Worm. <laughs> and he hated Big Worm. Like, on the basketball court, if he made the show, okay, Big Worm. And he was just like, don't bring her to my games anymore. <laughs> he, he, he hated it. <laughs> He's like, Keep her home. She keeps screaming. <laughs> so now we, uh, we want to ask some tips and advice for our listeners. Okay. So what three tips would you give a mom who has to deal with a coaching decision that they do not agree with? Mm. I always stayed in my I'm not the coach. So if I'm going to allow my child to play basketball for a team, then I am ultimately placing my child under their care for that moment. So I, I always tend to let the coaches coach and I just will be the mom, the crazy mom in the stands. Like I don't, I don't, I never overstep that. Right. So that's the advice you give to another mom. Absolutely. Perfect. So stay in your lane pretty pretty much much. is what you tell the other mom. Yeah. Like sit down, (laughs) Sally. Yeah, that'll be me. Yeah. (laughs) So what advice would you give to a player about how to deal with a tough teammate? Mm. Ooh, I don't think we've really gone through that one. Um, Talk it out. I would say just you have to find a moment where you and that player can, um, can, can talk. I know it can be, I know it can be rough at times, especially depending on the ages at the time this happens, but pretty much you got to talk, talk things. This is a good opportunity to learn how to talk through something and possibly come up with, um, (laughs) agree to disagree. Yeah. That's, yeah. really what it is okay. like come to a mutual understanding of respect for one another and that's it yeah if you could give only one piece of advice to another courtside mom what would it be oh my gosh um oh my i think i need that advice um <laughs> i don't know what it would be to another courtside mom i think i would just say enjoy it enjoy like enjoy each and every moment because this is what this is what we worked hard for driving them back and forth to practices making sure that they had sneakers and clothes and Mm. paying for this and paying for that especially me and you yeah like that alone you know what i mean so yeah we've made it this far enjoy every moment of it every single moment Wow, that's great advice. I'm sure this advice we'll see in your second book. 
<laughs> the sequel, right? Will be switched to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You read all this wonderful advice that you told us today on Court Sorry Moms and you put that in your new book. Okay. So. <laughs> You know what, Lenita, you are fantastic. I really, really, really appreciate you coming out courtside, moms. I had so much fun with you today. I learned so much more about your son and learned so much about yourself. You're fantastic, oh, fantastic you. mom. I enjoyed and thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm done, baby. I do it naturally.